Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Scott Pye. Hi, I'm Dave Reynolds. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostov. And you're listening to Supercars Today. Race 2 saw the same car cross the line first as Race 1, but this time the 150 points remained with the winner. Yeah, drove focused, angry, but um, yeah, did everything <laughs> I could and got it done. Shane Van Gisbergen talks about his win and the cost of speaking your mind on this episode of Supercars Today. Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. My predecessor, Roland Dane, did a very, very good job. Everyone had done the same format for years. Everyone knew the the strategies that worked, that didn't, the tyres, the fuel. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components and manufacturers of engine water heaters for midgets, sprints, wingless and all types of open wheel dirt track cars. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Sunday morning at Newcastle, there was an air of anticipation across the paddock with teams all speculating what would be the outcome of the stewards' inquiry on the 888 supplementary cooling issue. The decision was that 888 Red Bull Racing was disqualified from the race. Mark Dutton told Supercars Media how the team arrived at the decision to run the unit in the location, which it was later found to be illegal. Thursday, so setup day, I grabbed the, the HOM, went to the car and, and, and we went through the, the cooling of the car, different ducting locations, different changes to ducts, and at the time went through, okay, we've put the, the, we've, we've put the helmet cooling air here, um, went through the reasons for it, A, packaging, B, it's not above the, um, the, the exhaust, etc. Um, this was quite an in-depth conversation, um, at, at which point, um, yeah, everything was fine and, and was told it's a good idea, that'll help Shane, it'll, it'll not only cool his head but it'll, it'll help him keep a cool head um, where my mistake was was I didn't follow that up with an email uh, not that you have to you don't have to you speak to the HOM you, you, you go through that did I ask the, say the words do I have approval for this no I didn't the fact that the HOM saw the box installed in the car said it was a good idea um, you can probably understand why I thought uh, that was as good as approval the HOM is head of motorsport Adrian Burgess and 888 have confirmed that they are appealing the decision. As it stands, Cameron Waters is the winner of race one in 2023, with Chaz Mostert second and Brody Kostecki third. Ford celebrated early with David Reynolds taking the pole position in qualifying and then confirming his speed in the shootout. Unfortunately for James Courtney, he's off in the top 10 shootout, was unable to be repaired in time for the race. In the race, Shane Van Gisbergen drove through the field to take the win with a cheeky pass on then-leader Chaz Mostert, but it was the comments after the race to the broadcasters and not turning up to the Fox Sport post-race show that started a media storm, which was further fueled when an edited clip of Shane in the media conference was aired, and a pile-on began by former drivers and presenters, which when viewed through the lens of the morning incident created a social media storm that did not reflect the real motivations of the series champion. 
here are the critical moments of the press conference, which build the full picture of Shane's reluctance to engage. Uh, we'll start with the man in the middle. I might try and get the questions to the journos nice and quick today, so I'll open it up off the back of uh, directing my questions to Shane. Uh, yep. Shane, uh, bouncing back, uh, I imagine there was a bit of disappointment with the team today, so did that yep. make today's race win even a little bit sweeter? Yeah, so basically just repeat what I said on track. Like, thanks to my team, our cars were awesome. Um, but yeah, all our talking was done on the track today. So thank you. There was a uh, little... No, mate, it's a press conference. We've got to ask you questions. There was obviously that battle at turn nine between yourself and Chaz. Uh, can you talk us yeah. through it just from your point of view? All the talking was done on track today. Mate, thank come you. on. Are you serious? Yes. It's a press conference. There's a room full of journalists. We don't get you at any other point of the weekend. Yep. You've come up here to answer questions. It's not even a hard question. Okay. It's a fair question. Can okay. you talk us through the move at turn nine? Yeah, it happened. Our talking was done on the track today. Thank you. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to open it up to the journalist now for a few more questions, Shane? I'm done. Same answer. Okay. Well then, if anyone else would like a uh, an opportunity to ask Shane a question, be my guest. I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, do you think this helps your image or promotes supercars by being this obstinate with the press? Oh, I don't know. Like, I tried to just knuckle down and focus, and then I said a lot of stuff yesterday, tried to open up a bit more, and maybe it's bit me in the ass. so I just focus on driving. Oh, I just said the truth about the cars, I guess, and tried to be honest, and it goes down the wrong way, so I focus on my driving. My world. <laughs> yeah. Where's the pressure coming from? Where, where do you feel like you're being... Uh, pushed. Is it from I, I the press? I just want to focus on my driving, man, and that's when I do best. Okay. Shane, <laughs> has have you been officially talked to about saying things that aren't what want to be said or people want you to say? No. Has anyone else? Um, have you had a briefing? Oh. Are you looking at me? I'm looking at oh. you two. About saying... What yeah, exactly? Not being they don't super to, they positive. They don't want to say anything negative. Um, you, you've been told that. I haven't. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I suppose like you know, it's a completely different change to the sport, and it's very, very different for us drivers. And you know, we drove the same car for ten years, and we love those cars. And for us, it's just it's just different. So, you know, our initial reaction, you know, might not be the best reaction, but, you know, over time it might get better. We might get better at driving these cars and setting them up and got better at racing them and stuff. So, you know, it's a long road. Interestingly, some of these commentators have vested interests in the sport and Gen 3 and have also had time when their media performance was less than stellar when managing in a tough situation. Tomorrow we will wrap up the Dunlop Series weekend on Supercars Today and join Inside Supercar later in the week to hear from the three A's as the championship's top engineers give their thought on the first weekend of the Gen 3 Supercars.
This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components, home of Black TI, bolts, kingpins, studs and torsion stops. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. My predecessor, Roland Dane, did a very, very good job. We're no longer shareholders of the build business. Personally, I think a 500 in the build-up to the 1,000 is, is a good thing. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.